Jesus Christ, man, what the hell is wrong with you? Please, just shut up! Seriously? Seriously? You have got to learn to wait your goddamn turn! He's lying to us, Kenny! Kenny! He is lying to us! I would rather be vice president under him or resident minister to the Barbary Pirates than be indebted to a creature such as Hamilton for my present post! Kneel down and suck to your tiny goddamn... You are stuck raving mad, or I am! Good day, sir! I am not drinking any fucking Merlot! Drop your credentials at the guard's desk and get the fuck out of here! Hello, world, and welcome to Paul Giamatti's School of Hard Knocks. I am Andy. I'm here with my incredibly magnificent co-host, Justin. Paul could not be with us today because today, August 12th, is World Elephant Day, and he has told us that he is off in Malaysia. His quote-unquote text sent to me was, I want to ride one of them big suckers. Hey, Justin, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, Andy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, today is World Elephant Day, and I have to say elephants are lucky. I keep uh, a special elephant that my mother gave me in my wallet as a good luck charm. But also, as I'm looking, it says that September 22nd is National Elephant Appreciation Day, but today is World Elephant Day. How many days these creatures get, huh? Yeah, what the heck? I mean, what's the difference? What one On one day, you're supposed to hang out with an elephant, and then on September 22nd, you're supposed to go up to them and say, I appreciate you. Hold the door for them. Maybe get them a nice cup of black coffee, or if they want, some skim milk. But today, you actually have to like go all in, take them out to dinner, Wash their tusks. Well, yeah, wash their tusks. Clean off their kneecaps. Yeah, but Appreciation Day sounds a little more lay, laid back. I appreciate you, bruh. I see you. We are not to see you. You're pretty fucking big. Yeah, you could say that again, sister. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, two days for these elephants. Well, I hope Paul doesn't... I hope we don't have a podcast on September 22nd. He doesn't use this again. No, now I want to go and... Hold their tail or something. Yeah, you already rode one back in August, buddy. Yeah, you only get to use the elephant excuse once. I mean, he's come up with 22 valid excuses now, so I feel like he has, he can't, he's got to be running out. He's very creative. He's very imaginative. Yeah. I'm surprised, quite frankly. I mean, I, I no, I'm not. I'm not. I shouldn't be. He's one of the greatest actors of our generation. and Yeah. Well, we're still waiting on... Uh, the production of Annie featuring Paul Giamatti's School of Hard Knocks in every single role. Right, as in you and me and Paul playing every single role, or just Paul? Paul. It was That's the first thing we taught, one of the first things we talked about on the podcast in episode oh, one. You're right, jeez. That's how the name of the podcast came about, Paul Giamatti's School of Hard Knocks. It's a hard knock life for us. Holy Jesus, Justin. I yeah, it's a real totally flashback. I forgot. Yeah. I'm going to have to throw it back on that for sure. That's amazing. <laughs> I wish Paul Giamatti was the principal of our school, of my child's school. I, I hope someday when I have a child, Paul Giamatti, you are going to learn. 
whether you like it or not. Okay? Oh, it would start, you know it would start with an analogy. Especially <laughs> if the kid, if uh, a theoretical, verbally abused child went into his office for discipline, it would say, you know what they used to do to someone who stole in the 20s? Right. And he'd have like, I don't even know. I just... Oh, uh, that would be a sight to see. You know how you know, nuns I... would reprimand their students in the 16th century capuchin monk culture? <laughs> they'd take up the ruler and he'd go, thwack! Yeah. And actually make the noise. <laughs> yeah, thwack! <laughs> right. Uh. Paul Giamatti's School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> it's a hard knock. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Giamatti in Annie, one man show. Uh, I would, I would, I would just write a blank check for that. Take it. It's a hard knock life for us, Daddy Warbucks. Well, Annie. That's <laughs> remind me, forgetful Andy. Yeah, jeez. You remember Cisco being at a prom, but you forget something that actually happened that's the whole basis of the podcast. Wait, isn't it because Paul did a ding-dong ditch on both of our apartments and left, and that's why we called it that? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't sound familiar. I have to text my super and text my doorman. No, 100%. I swear, 100%. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. You honestly sounded, you sounded more confident in Cisco being at our prom. Oh, I was. I was. This was just a joke, but yeah, that was real, man. Yeah. That was super real. Episode 15, never forget it. Day my life changed forever. Yeah. What was that episode Oof. called? I actually don't know. I try and remember the names. but The Cardigan song. Oh, yeah. That was a great... My cousin, my cousin Vinny, no... I'm serious. Yeah, I know. My cousin Vinny, who listens to the cast, hey, shout out Vin. I love him. He's He's... I'm not going to rank cousins because that's rude to the others, but... But he's number one. Well, he's up there. Let's just say, let's leave it ambiguous. He's up there. Yeah. He said that the song should have, be called, should have been called the Depends song. The Depends song? Yeah, you know Depends, like adult diapers? Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been good. Yeah, that that song would go triple platinum. She was asleep at nine o'clock. Yeah, our brains don't think that quick. That's really that's that would have been next level. Speaking of singing and, and the hip hop genre, have you seen or heard of the video for the song WAP or WAP W A P? Did you say it WAP? I don't know. Everyone's sending it to me. I haven't watched it yet. I'm gonna read you a real headline. First of all, for okay. those who don't know, this the title, I'm not judging the song at all. The title of the song stands for Wet Ass Pussy. So uh, CNN has a an article literally titled, Cardi B defends Kylie Jenner's WAP cameo, but there's history behind the anger. Doesn't sound as ridiculous when you say it when it's listed with the acronym, but when you say, and this is literally what the it says, it's just it's just abbreviated. Cardi B defends Kylie Jenner's wet ass pussy cameo. But there's history behind the anger. That's a CNN article. All right. When someone sent me the video the first time, I thought it was a like a porn clip someone was sending to me. The 
thumbnail looks like a porn clip. I don't know what is in there, but yeah, a wet ass pussy. <laughs> I don't know any. I haven't listened to the song. I haven't watched it yet. I will um, because it's such a big thing like right now. And I don't like good for them. Cardi B is a very successful artist. She's making killing it. She's getting a ton of accolades, all that other things. The thing that's catching my eyes, there was literally a petition made. I, and these petitions are kind of silly. Like I don't think a lot of times they're made in, in all seriousness. But this one actually picked up steam to remove Kylie Jenner from the video. What? Why? Because the idea, I guess, not I guess, I think the thing that people liked about the video, and this, ha- this has legitimate, it's a legitimate and good point, is it promoted a lot of lesser known young african-american artists and that are very talented and then you have kylie jenner strutting in who isn't talented and and obviously white so i get their point but my counter isn't she persian i don't know what the kardashians or jenners are i hate them i really persian i shouldn't hate them because they've never done anything to me but i know you hate them so much i well i I hate that they started the famous for being famous fad that's ruined society but i can't blame them they've made a lot of money doing it my counterpoint though to people really upset about her being in the video is aim higher at things to be mad about to care about like get a fucking grip what's next it's a fucking music video for a song called Wet Ass Pussy. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, but something's wrong and something's broken in people's brains because now people are just actively putting energy into getting angry about... Like, do you see Democrats? Some Democrats are angry about now Kamala Harris being the nomination because of her track record as a prosecutor, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. She. It, it could have come out that Kamala Harris raped my grandpa and I would have been I'm I'm in her I'm I'm not in her that doesn't make sense I'm With in her. 100% for her now that she is the nomination to be Trump No I'm totally with you I think Kamala I I can't say I'm like well educated on her background and history I I just from what I gather is extremely well like bright accomplished that this that and the other thing I will say, though, the only thing I'll counter, you said even if she raped your grandfather, you would still support her. I would say if she raped your grandfather, you'd be much more likely to support her. That's the woman that rode granddad. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe maybe that's a blessing in disguise. Well, another notch on the belt for old granddad. But I, I mean, I don't know that much about her either. I'm not I'm not even really a big fan of her. Like in the debates, I was like, I hope you're not president. But now that she's on the ticket, <laughs> let's roll, baby. I hope you're president. <laughs> now that she's now that she raped Granddad. <laughs> yeah. Now that old Joe's on his last leg, let's hope you're president. I didn't know Democrats have been upset about it, but it doesn't surprise me because to your point, people look for reasons to be upset now. And it's just it's 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 become too much. Like you can get upset. In your personal life, but to go sign a petition, write about it online, like that takes effort. Writing about Kylie Jenner that you're upset she's in a... Huh? She's in a music video named Wet Ass Pussy, and that's what you're spending your time devoting to. Like, what? what is next? Seriously. Like, it's just... 
come on it's a pro it's a music video that an artist made a decision on like really that's and now it's cnn news right the, is the outrage the news on cnn no, that's they, what it is they explains the outrage about it and made it sound right like it's like a legitimate problem that whatever if you want to be mad about it fine but my point is aim higher it's a music video we have it we're going through a lot of really bad issues right now and you're worried about a music video called wet ass pussy but see this is exactly what the news wants they want us talking about their ridiculous outrage fueled stories yeah it's They've developed a new model since they're losing all their subscribers, since all these like YouTubers have more subscribers than the New York Times. They're losing so much traction. They're clawing at scraps to hang on to, in my opinion, I think. And so they're just charging the outrage cannon and firing it into the mass of 300 million Americans. You just got to try to hold on to the ball. <laughs> just clinging looking for something to be mad about i haven't been mad in a while what do we got huh actually aziz ansari talked about this he just said he he started he like he was at one of his stand-ups and he he said did you see that story about the the pizza that was made into a swastika and then so he like asked one of his the guys in the crowd and the guy's like yeah <laughs> like, that didn't happen <laughs> really yeah it's pretty funny Oh, see, that's it. Yeah. He's nailed it. Yeah. That's great. Oh, it's fantastic. Fake outrage. Yeah. Fake hoax. It's a fake outrage. So we agree with Trump that the fake media, sad. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we always agree with him, just like always. Little known secret, we're actually an alt-right, far-right podcast. Canon. What is it called? Qu- Q? Canon? How do you pronounce that stupid? Q- QAnon. 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 Dumbest name ever. Do they intentionally make it difficult to pronounce it? Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Isn't it? Is it short for questions anonymous? <laughs> no, is it actually short for? I don't know. That's a good point. I don't know. It's a guy apparently, right? Who has all these conspiracy theories that he's peddling? I think it is one person. I think there's a New York Times podcast about it, about rabbit hole, the, uh, how internet, the internet is changing our worlds that i've told everyone to listen to but no one has no one takes my podcast rex justin uh yeah one of these days i'll listen when hell phrases over you're a hypocrite you said (laughs) you you told me everyone justin told me that he doesn't listen to podcasts it's true but he's on one hypocrite i don't listen to this i just record I'm like the I'm the A-list Hollywood star that shows up to the movie set hungover with my sunglasses on, with like seven Gatorades that my assistant's carrying. I like blow past the whole production crew. The director says, "Justin, we need you." I'm like, put my hand up to his face, lock myself in the trailer, and like they have to bang on the door for hours just to get me to film one scene. And then once I'm when I'm done, I never see the movie. I don't even remember the movies I'm in. Yeah, you're like Johnny Depp. Exactly, he does that. He's no, I haven't seen any of the films. No, no, I don't watch them. Yeah, he just shows up, does his part, forgets about it. That's me in this podcast. To the to behind the curtain look at Paul Giamatti's School of Hard Knocks. What I said isn't too far off. Aside from me being an A-lister, obviously, I just record. Andy does everything else: the Instagram, the editing, the music, everything you see. Andy D does. Hey. 
No, man, it's a two it's a two man job. It's like Simon and Garfunkel. I'm just the one who wrote all the songs. You're just both. <laughs> and I'm just someone else. I'm the and symbol. <laughs> You're the glue, man. Yeah. You're the glue. <laughs> you know, yeah. relationships, it can't all be meat and meat, right? You need the bread. You need the condiments. You need the set. You need uh, the pickles. The pickles are critical. You don't have them. You got nothing. They are that crunch. It's truth. It's very true. It's truth, man. You'd think they're teaching stuff about outrage in uh, in schools these days. You think they're teaching about the news cycle in schools? What do you think they're teaching the youth of America? I think they're still going over integers and uh, isosceles triangles and things of that nature. Things that you really use in your everyday life. Right, like the mitochondria of the cell. Right, exactly. Stuff's very critical to learning. Like I just, I remember the other day I was like on a work call, and uh, and uh, and I, you know, as you guys know, I work for a bank, and the client was asking us about investment related, uh, like what are, like, what's a good investment strategy right now, and I said. Have you considered how your mitochondria would react to this market? Right, you dug deep back into that that middle school, high school, Yorktown education that was really beat into us. Yeah, I, I got a hot take for you. Yeah, I really think that schools teach very, and we went to like a good public school. Yeah, right. I I mean, I assume so. Schools give very few tools of how to succeed in the real world and as an adult. Totally agree. I, I think the whole system should be fucking restructured. I agree. Just scrap it. Scrap it and start from scratch. Scrap it and start from scratch. From a very early age, teachers should be looking for w- what people do really well, and then we should place them into those worlds earlier, way earlier. How early Eliminate are you math, eliminate science if you're not good at it, eliminate English, and eliminate social studies if you're not good at it, and just put the people on the tr- How young? Yeah, how young? I mean, in North Korea, they got these kids playing violins at like age four and five, and you should see some of the symphonies that they're putting together. Perfect performances. Give it if they screw up a note, they'll probably be put into a work camp for the rest of their (laughs) lives. But I mean, I'm talking about that kind of like get it going, get it going from an early age. Yeah. Training. We should have every single American just really good at one thing and terrible at everything else. And you just make a you just make a squad like, all right, I've got my math specialist here, I've got my history buff here, and I'm the person who can yeah. speak English because no one else can actually speak the language because they're fo- I got I got Johnny Math Buckets focused on the numbers. Here. He only speaks numbers. I've got Harry the historian, <laughs> Harry the historian here. Harry, when, what year was the Declaration of Independence? Cause I don't know shit. Yeah, specialists, man, specialists. If everybody was a specialist and fit into their pocket of the world, we'd be a finely tuned machine. Yeah, and then the dumb kids you just say, take this shovel and start getting strong. <laughs> Yeah, put him in the weight room. Put him on the football team. Put him in the police force. (laughs) (laughs) We already do that. Sorry. Yeah, I I know that's why I said it. (laughs) That's why I said it. (laughs) Put him in the police force. This kid can't count to do. 
Oh, but he can. <laughs> I'm not gonna go. I'm this not kid gonna can't count to two, but he can hold a gun. Give him a badge. Hey, he can hold that gun straight. <laughs> hey, Johnny Shrimp Dick. No, he's too soft. He can only do algebra. Put him in the math class. He can't hold a gun. <laughs> Put Billy Bats in the police training unit from an early age, from maybe eight to twelve. Yeah. As soon as you turn the thirteen, as soon as you become a teenager, boom, you're on the track. Yeah. Boom. You know exactly what you're going to do, and you can't deviate for that, or you get thrown in you prison. You cannot, and if you do, it's a penalty. Exactly. Yeah. Prison. Jail time. We'd be a real serious culture. First time would just be a fine where your entire salary from the ages of 18 to 60 go back to the government. Second time is prison for life. No tolerance government. That's what We, <laughs> we got to start the no tolerance policy. Yeah. No tolerance party. Excuse me. <laughs> NTP. The NTP. You down with MTP? Yeah, you know me. No tolerance party. Yeah. Just, and you know what? We also need to teach children from a young age how to be happy. Like, I think yoga should be done in, in schools from an early age. And meditation. And, like, conflict resolution. And argument arguments should be taught and studied and debated. We shouldn't have, like safe uh safe school it should be like all right now argument class now debate to the death in class in a controlled environment no totally agree mental health is not i don't even they don't when we were growing up it was not talked about and and if it was i wasn't paying attention and i don't know i guess that's really not their fault but (laughs) no mental health wasn't talked about once they talked about sex and education like all right this is how you put a condom on a banana right and, like, no one uses those anyway, so what's the point? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you one thing that was super helpful that I really took for granted. Typing class. Oh, it's fantastic. We did that early, right? Uh, we did do that from a super early age, I think. I think it was middle school. And that you're, that's such a great point that I forgot about that. But I, I think I feel like I'm an excellent typer compared to a lot of people our age and i think it's because we took a typing class i feel the same way i was thinking the other day like how am i such an excellent typer i can type so fast i could type faster all right well let's let's do a contest <laughs> let's do who could who could do more guam type off what's guam oh my god <laughs> justin stop recording everybody hold on i'm gonna pause it i'm gonna pause it So we had some technical difficulties. While I was typing loudly on my keyboard to give the sound effect of typing, I actually stopped my recording, but we're back in business. Back in a biz. Did I tell you I just ordered a new desktop from Dell? Oh, nice. How is it so far? It's good? So I only have the computer itself because I'm getting a, an e-ink monitor because I can't handle these LCD screens getting it sent from China, which is going to take a couple weeks. But uh, I feel like an, if you have a desktop, it's pretty. It's more reliable than a laptop. And it's a desktop's like the old faithful, you know? Old faithful of computers. Yeah, no, it's it's like that, that, uh, that big girl on the Upper East Side that you always used to bang. Uh, like you specifically always used to bang. Like always there, old, reliable. You know you could count on her even when you you know, weren't paying attention for several months or if not years. She was always there, old, reliable. Yeah, the one I used to shtick. 
Yeah, that one. The one I used to stop. Yeah. No NQA, no questions asked. Any time of day, any time of night. I, yeah, of course. Old yeah. Bertha. <laughs> old Bertha. Those <laughs> good old days. I miss her. I miss you. I miss you, baby. You just press the power button and those screens lit up. That's right. Those two screens and the third screen was her belly. Just put put my finger in her in her belly button. Bing bong. The neighborhood used to call her Windows ninety eight. <laughs> Just insert your floppy <laughs> disk, ready to go. She used the old AOL dial up. That's right, and though you should have heard the sounds she would make in bed. <laughs> Just like that dial up modem. Rest in peace. Old slam piece birth. <laughs> Computers and uh, tech. I, you know what? Yeah. You think every kid has like an iPad now in school? Like, all right, open up your iPads to page bleep, boop, 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 with their robot teachers. I think a lot do, yeah. <laughs> I, I do think a lot. I mean, now, specific, especially with remote learning, but I think even when they're in school, there's a lot of iPads used. I, I'm not opposed. I think that's a fine thing. That there's nothing. I'm not opposed to that. Being a teacher now must suck. All the kids are on. You can't stop kids from going on their fucking things. Oh, I know. It must be very difficult to keep their attention. It was difficult to keep our attention when we were in elementary school. We didn't have cell phones barely existed yet. Seriously. Yeah. Now kids are probably swiping on like on middle Inder, middle school Tinder. They're probably swiping away on all kinds of stuff. And I, I saw a little bit of it when I was teaching my language school there was a lot of younger kids some of the younger kids literally cannot pull away from the phone i would have to take oh, it sure. and put it take, i had to take all the phones and put them all in a basket at one time because i was like but we need our dictionaries i said nah no you fucking don't use the biggest dictionary of all your brains are they gonna say my dick well that too but we can't these were actually kids. I wasn't thinking about that. No, they weren't kids. They were like, you know, 17, 18, 19, 20. Oh, okay. Got it, got it, got it. Not not kids. Not like eight-year-old kids. But I wonder how... I'd love to open a school. I really would with my own curriculum and own focuses. Or a cult. Either one. Both would work. Do both. Sim- have them be simultaneous and go hand in hand. Cult school? Cult school, yeah, where we teach you the essentials. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, students, introducing your headmaster, Andy. <sighs> Thank you. I just want to let you know that you can do anything you put your minds to, and math is not necessary. Sorry, it's not. If you want to know how to do a tip, it's just 20%. Just fucking double the thing and do the, put the point of the aside. And that's why I'm not a math star. <laughs> god, math. Oh my god. My parents forced me into advanced math, Justin. And yeah. They I I'm going to make them feel guilty about it right now. They always feel shame about it. I had to have tutors all through middle school and high school just to get B minuses, C pluses in math. Really? But I was in advanced math. I should have been in stupid math. I would have gotten A pluses. Yeah, I think math is one of those things either you kind of grasp it pretty quickly and easy and it comes naturally to you or you struggle and you're uh, you're grinding through it. Well, you're clearly good at math, right? Being a banker and all. I'm pretty good at it. 
I don't need it at all for my current job, but I'm I'm good. For, I'm I'm pretty good with numbers in my head. I just I just stare up at the ceiling and numbers float around. You do proofs. What? So if you you know, sir, if you started a school, what would be your number one topic? Or not number one. What's a seriously unique topic that is not even presented at all right now that you'd want to instill in kids that is mandatory for them to take every year where they improve, they hone some sort of knowledge and they learn it, hone it, improve it, master it, masturbate it, come it. Seriously, though, what would that topic be? I would want to teach them a class on a class called being an adult. And it's like taxes, what are taxes about, healthcare, how important it is, how you, why you actually need it, re- relating it to like getting a job that, that you actually care about, the, like stuff that they never taught us that you get into the adult world and you're just like, holy shit, that, all right. Because if your parents don't teach you that, then where are you supposed to find out about this stuff? That would be good. The only thing I'd say is that might be, that might be very broad. Um, if you had to choose specific, I have one in mind, so I'll just I'll propose yeah. mine if you don't mind. Go for I it. I think mine would be effective communication with other with peers. Hmm. And I mean that might be covered in something, but I never paid attention. <laughs> no, it definitely wasn't. Communication class. Communication is the cause of like every problem. Right. Just the importance of saying things correctly and eloquently and with the right, with the intonation that delivers the message appropriately. And also listening to people so you hear what they're trying to tell you. And if you don't understand, if you're upset, how to respond to it because maybe you're misunderstanding. I thought of this because I have a colleague, and I'm going to keep this brief, but he's so obsessed with making sure his words can't possibly be misconstrued. I actually had a meet with him on Saturday in front of our office. And it, it cracks me up because he's so formal, but he's a really cool guy. We were talking on the phone. We were going to meet at 1130 in front of our building. Our building address is... Kenny! We, I said, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. He follows up with a text. Justin, thank you. See you tomorrow at 1130 a.m. in front of... Kenny! <laughs> it, it just seems like he's being a robot, but I know he's doing it because he leaves 0% chance of there being a miscommunication. It's literally impossible. Right. To, he's following up with the exact yeah. information. He's double checking with you in case right. there was something wrong that he mis misinformed about. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's great. No, I, I actually admire that's that trait of his. He does that with clients and with colleagues. It's it's a little obnoxious sometimes, but I understand why he does it. Is he, he forms his message in such a way that if 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 it was misunderstood, it's your fault, and it's not even a question. Um, it's not a matter of a blame right. game, but it's just covering yourself. It's a little bit different, but it's also good because if you make something simple as possible, the other per like you know, it the, the other person's just gonna it's on them. I think that's great. I think that the idea of that class, Justin, sounds super important. Super important. I think, I think so. I think yeah, so. Like. That stuff in the workplace is uh, immensely helpful. Oh, yeah. And also how you present, like walking into an interview, the energy you bring. I, I just think that we should uh, we should train people for happiness and how to leave, ha- lead happy not- lives, 
not here's a smattering of subjects you learn about everything there should be a class called how to be happy oh definitely and it should be it should focus on philosophy it should focus on like aspects of work it should focus on the different stages of of your life and looking forward down the road as to what you maybe should do or options to do just like what do you remember from school what do you remember from middle school and high school there were some classes i had one class an italian class where we didn't really do anything (laughs) i was thinking of my spanish class the other day with uh senora pines was the name i think it was seventh grade i remember this was a very important lesson that we taught it stuck with me to this day this kid named Tom, uh, there was a pencil behind his desk, and uh, I was sitting next to my friend Mike. He witnessed this. He—he, he, I haven't spoken to him in years, but uh, so this is a, this was in Spanish class, a very important lesson. I picked up the pencil, and I thought it was Tom. I said, "Hey, Tom, is this your pencil?" And he said, "Yeah." And then he turned around and didn't take the pencil back. That's what I remember from middle school Spanish class. Seriously, that's what Why happened. Why didn't he take it back? I don't know. Oh, it haunts me to this day. He gave it to you? That's nice. No, I think he was just... I don't think he was in that world at that time. I think he was in an alternate universe. That was just... That body was just his physical vessel, but his spiritual and mental being were in the, the, the universe next over. That's weird, man. Yeah, he literally said, yeah, and then turned around and like didn't take the pencil. The lapis. El no tambio el lapis. Does that mean I, I want your That's pencil. a horribly butchered way of he didn't take the pencil, and I'm sure I used the wrong verb. I also definitely used the wrong tense. I don't even know if lapis is pencil. I know L is him. Um, and I'm a half Hispanic, guys. My Spanish is not real or authentic. Jeez, man. You're letting down the whole group. I know, seriously. I remember the alphabet. A, B, C, J, D, E, F, A. Something like that. Yeah, I remember all you Spanish taking motherfuckers used to say that all the time. Do you actually remember that? Yeah, yeah. All my friends who took Spanish were all like, Yo tengo, pa pa pa, yo lo siento, la 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 la. Yeah, it's a great song and it sticks with you. I think one day we were literally doing like a Congo line. Oh no, it was. It, for conjugations for verbs, there was like the there's the the me you usted, which is the more formal you, which is actually really stupid. Imagine that in English, hey you, like to just your your friend, and then it's a to a more senior person, hey you, with like a little smirk. It's, it's different, usted. Usted, yeah. It's like and someone to, to and usted. Yeah, they're they're not the same. Usted is more formal. That's that's yeah, interesting. Like, how do you do that in English? Do you like you just rub your your chest like for usted? Hey, you. I don't think you can do it in English. You'd have to use a different word. Yeah. Hey, sir. Excuse me, sir. Yeah. Something. No, it's it's yeah. Oh so, oh shit! I said excuse me, and maybe Siri heard that. Did Siri come on? Are you still recording? Fuck. Yeah, I'm recording. Oh, shit, wait, let's see. Yeah, yeah, Siri, fuck off! Um, do we have any funny school stories that proves how stupid it was, Justin? I don't think I do. Um, like, what type of story? I got, I got, I got a terrible story. Sure. 
All right. Te- being a teacher is very hard. It's definitely hard. Okay? I taught English in Italy for a little bit to... I taught at public school, Italian children, 8 to 16. It was near impossible many days. They just didn't care, didn't pay attention, running out of their seats. Italian children are t- are treated like the son of Mary. Anyway, we had a teacher who was a chemistry or a biology teacher. No, 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 sorry. We had a teacher who was a physics teacher. I'll bleep it off, Justin, but did you did you have Mr. Kenny? Yeah, he was psychotic. I think I was on your were you in the class where he literally got fired in the middle of the period? I wasn't in that, but I was gonna tell the story on why he got fired. I think I know it, but I actually don't really know it. I actually liked Kenny! a lot. He was hilarious, but he was All right, psychotic. So this guy was a nut. He was he was far out there, pretty far out there. And he got fired. Yeah, he used to drive from Binghamton. Did you know that? Every day? No, every he lived in Binghamton, I'm pretty sure, and drove on Mondays and stayed in nearby in the weekend. Excuse me, yeah, during the see, week. See, all right, that's that's a sign of a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Because anybody who go, who I never understood that. Why would you drive like two and a half hours to a job? Just get a job that's near you. It's possible. It's very possible. Oh yeah, for sure. Anyway, this guy got, he would, I remember he used to, he used to come in like sometimes with alcohol on his breath and he used to come in and talk, he would talk about weird shit. He would talk about, he would talk to us about other races, uncircumcised penises. I don't remember that at all. (laughs) That's absurd, but not surprising. The reason he got fired was because... There are there were two girls in one of his classes, a flat-chested girl and a girl with some pretty decent malones. And he said he said to her, the girl with the flat chest, he said, "Nice shirt, blank. It would look a hell of a lot better on blank." Oh my god, did he really? That's that was either the rumor or what actually happened, but that was in my mind. This is what ha- how he got fired. Jesus, Christ, because that's those they up. were in my, they were either in my yeah, super fucked up, but that's why he got fired. But you, were you in the class where he actually got fired? I was late, but he was in the middle of getting fired, and like he was oh, getting Jesus. he got escorted out, and my friend Vin like. Ran, came out of the class and saw me. He's like, nah, don't go in. And I'm like, okay. So I missed oh, it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dude, he was off his nut. And he didn't teach us that much either. I don't remember... Te- I, I remember him talking a lot and us not learning anything in the class. Oh, yeah. He was nuts. <laughs> um, Yeah, that's a great point. Every job, policeman, teacher, should be very, very difficult to get. For sure. Is it not hard enough, or what do you think? I, I'm not. I think it's hard to become a teacher. I mean, I think, I think I really don't know. Honestly, I actually have no way of knowing that. Now I've worked at a bunch of language schools, but I've never been hired for. I can't teach in like a real school, unless unless for acting, because I have a degree in that. But on a separate note, I just this thought literally just popped into my head to add to my communications class. 
another wrinkle we could throw in for the 10 minutes, a little treat for the, the kids is also teach them how to communicate your way out of situations by misleading the person intentionally. Like a little trick. Always, always, you know, you can always twist your words after the fact. Like you ask a curl, female coworker out for drinks, like, "Hey, would you like to grab a? You like to grab a drink later?" She goes, "Actually, I'm not really interested in you." Wait, what did you? <laughs> what did you think I meant? I meant like go to the water fountain, dunce. And just <laughs> oh, twist it when you're when you get, when you get shut down. In, in any situation. Like, you go up to your boss. Yeah, save face. I think I'm actually long overdue for a raise, boss. Well, actually, we have a new policy in place. We actually are cutting jobs, and if you're going to ask for a raise, we actually are going to lay you off right now. I meant, like, raise like raise my shoes, like shoe lifts. I'm a little feeling a little short these days, sir. This should be a class called Saving Face. Saving Face. Saving Face with Justin. Taking communication, twisting it on itself, and making it something entirely else. That would be a good class, though. Yeah, a, boy, a boyfriend and a girlfriend are about, they both need to talk to each other. Babe, I really need to talk to you. Yeah, I need to talk to you, too. Who wants to go first? Uh, you go first. I don't think this is working out. We need to break up. What were you going to say? I just won the lottery. Ah, <laughs> uh, I meant... We need to break up the banks because they're part of the 1%. And I just really feel like I'm Bernie Sanders these days. And... Oh, really? You're right. We should break them up. Yeah, I love you, honey. Uh, that would be, be Hall of Fame status. And she believes it. Yeah. Sucker. <laughs> that would be Hall of Fame status, seriously. Yeah. And it ain't lying, it's just twisting. It's just shifting the past. It's just twisting the past. That's all. That we should also instead of gym class, there should be like exercise should be so so super ingrained into school. To- yeah, totally. It just helps so much with everything, mentally, yeah. physically, emotionally. Confidence. Yeah, it really, I mean, regardless of your physical shape or how hard it is for you to exercise, there should be drill sergeant level, like, what if every, what if we made every child a super soldier, huh? No, I like that idea, just, I, we should have some mean teachers that they're not, they don't, we should, they don't cross the line, we should, but they instill a mentality of, this is you not trying is not acceptable. Teachers' jobs should be to get children ready for the the next step of the world. Yeah. They're not doing it. They're not fucking doing it. I'm so sorry. But I feel like other countries have it down a little better. Like, for example, my roommates are all young guys. 19, 20, 21, 22. They all know how to cook pretty well they all know how to like they bring they well this is japanese in the culture every time it's like a birthday they bring gifts and they cook for people they have like the i mean what like 18 19 20 year old americans do you remember that would have like dinner parties with cook with cooked meals oh no nothing never we did take home ec so we all knew how to sew a soccer ball and make cinnamon snails 
Yeah, exactly. And we didn't even know how to make those because I feel like we didn't even actually do anything. We knew how to sew soccer yeah. balls together. Who's putting this shit together? Sewing fucking soccer balls? Making cinnamon snails? We need to retrain people for fucking life. Yeah. You know how many people are on antidepressants in this country? It's, it's, it's fucking sad. It is. It's fucking sad, man. I'm just, it's, it's stupid. So many people have been set up for failure and it's the reason why people look to their politicians for answers. Oh shit. Uh, this guy's going to figure it out for me because I've been left in the dust. No, you weren't taught the proper tools or skills to survive in the, in the world. No, you're right. No, I totally agree. We're ill-prepared and a lot of people in poor positions. Uh, and when I say poor positions, I'm not just talking financially, whatever that may be. They just look for help, whether it's a politician, uh, you know, non-existent beings like God, um, stuff like that. <laughs> right now we we do need more i i think it would be critical having more practical real life experience classes i think so i think that's it we just figure we fix the country in one fell swoop communications class seriously man what else how to properly navigate tinder and bumble uh, how to properly deal with the opposite sex should be a fucking class because nobody knows how to do that no exactly I still don't. No, neither do I. Um, how to de-escalate a fight? Like a physical, uh, something that might turn into a physical altercation? Or just how to de-escalate other people. Like, I almost got in a fight with this guy one time in New Orleans because we were at a gas station. I was filling up gas, and this guy comes over smoking a cigarette near where I was filling up fucking gas like asking for money and i said i said uh don't come near me with that cigarette he was like nah man it's all it's all right and i almost i almost let him really fucking have it but i didn't i said i just stopped and got in my car and drove the fuck away but how to like de-escalate a situation when the, that thing comes up inside it that's just like i'm gonna i'm gonna destroy this person or how to de-escalate the other person when they're coming in hot and hard yeah, just start making fun of them. There's different methods. Start making fun of them? That that's not, <laughs> that's not it. Punch him right in the nose. <laughs> He's not a bear. I haven't met her, but your mom must be an idiot to raise you when someone's really mad at you. That's going to that's going to escalate the fight. No, but if you want to win the fight, there's different techniques. Win the fight. I'm not Get talking them about so winning. blinding. That well, should be an option. So there should be different classes. You choose which one. There's a, there's a, you must take a fighting class. The different options are win the fight, de-escalate the fight, escape the fight. No, these should be separate and classes. Lo- and lose the fight graciously. Yeah, how to lose. That's another class. Class. Losers always win. And it's just like a picture of a, like a, a math whiz, like with his pants hiked up high wearing suspenders. And, like, giving the thumbs up. I like this idea. Yeah, it's, you have to take a fight class. It's just a matter of what type of fighting. Winning it, avoiding it, de-escalating, or losing. Losing a fight class? How to lose, or what? Yeah, just how to brace yourself for the imp- impending punches that are about to rain down on you. Yeah, and whatever track you're on will set you into whichever class you're going to take. Like, the math track kids will be in the losing fight class. 
and the cop <laughs> moron kids will be in the, the winning fight class, and then the people who yeah. are actually well-rounded will be in the in the de- de-escalation. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I think I think we got it figured out. I think we should really we do become school superintendents. Start our own school. It's gonna be called the PG School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> hope you enjoyed our spiel on the our idea alternative ideas for adolescent education we know they're they're very outlandish but they are smart if you really think about it what did you actually learn growing up huh nothing that's what i thought thanks for listening we really appreciate it tune in next week paul will be joining us as always and have a good rest of your week Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. If you got anything to say or want to chime in, you can go to our Instagram at PG School of Hard Knocks or Twitter at Learn From Paul. Thanks so much. Adios. Adios.